Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and I'm here, as always, with my lovely wife, Patty. Hello. And today, we are going to talk about how you and anyone and your grandmother can connect with the other side and not be afraid. Everyone can do this. And those who have been in the process of tuning into the other side, I know because a lot of them reach out to me because they're getting kind of close. They experience a lot of fear barriers. Mm-hmm. And that's something I went through as well and still am because they're all going through a process of gradually becoming more and more tuned in and more and more comfortable with uh, having the other side, if you will, as part of our everyday life. We're all adjusting to this merger of the divine reality that we are all connected to with this physical reality we now find ourselves in. We're all going through this process of integration, if you will. And it's just a process that I've been going through for quite a long time, and so is Patty. And we're going to help you all out because I know a lot of people reach out at, at, at wanting to know about this kind of stuff. So if you've never had any kind of encounter with the other side, this is going to help you. If you have had an encounter with the other side and you're experiencing kind of fear or blockages, it's going to help you as well. So before I get into it, I'm going to talk about the very first time I had like a, a bona fide, like a real life encounter. I'm, I'm trying not to sneeze here <laughs> with uh, with the other side. So for me growing up, I was fortunate, at least in my opinion, where my parents didn't make me learn any any religious belief. I was never forced to go to church. I was never said I should believe this or that. They said, you can kind of believe whatever you want. Now, with that said, as a result, I grew up kind of believing in nothing. I had no concept of God. I was unaware that there was a spiritual force that could assist you in many ways throughout life. And upon the, the the experiences I did have where other people like friends and peers and, and teachers would talk about God, I wasn't too fond of it. it to me, it seemed like, it didn't seem very authentic. It seemed kind of like, like I, I'm sure like a lot of people feel when they, when they're, you know, when they're, you know, being sort of preached to. No, mm-hmm. no one likes yeah, that. Yeah, it's kind of, of off-putting. So anyway, I thought like, well, that's the other side. That's what God represents. So I guess I, I think it's all bullshit because that's kind of. That was just my experience. So anyway, that all changed when I was 18 years old and in my either third or fourth stay in rehab. I was in rehab, unfortunately, quite a few times in my in my earlier years. I was addicted to heroin. And anyway, this is like my third or fourth time in a short span, honestly. So I was like in and out of rehab, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So again, I, I, whenever you go, most people, when they show up to rehab, are super high because it's like their last time of getting their like their last chance, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I went in, I was all loaded up, and I was fine. But but of course, as the day went on, as day one wore on, that the drugs started to kind of wear off, and I started getting really sick, as one does when they're detoxing from heroin. And I was just you you get extremely sick, my friends. If you don't know, the withdrawal symptoms are very intense, very severe. And I was just miserable, man. It was like the last, uh, they called them didactics. It was the last didactic of the evening. It's kind of a lecture by the therapist. And this one dude, Marty, he was the the one. Remember Marty? Mm. Me and Patty went to the same rehab. <laughs> yeah, Marty, <laughs> Not at the same time. Yeah, Marty, Marty was, as one of my other uh, preferred therapists, Vinny, would always say, Marty was one of those folks who was always jumping for Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would always say it. No, no, no knocking on Jesus or religion. But anyway, he was really one of those like preachy, I know everything, I have a direct line of communication with Jesus kind of uh, sort of like type of personality. And mm-hmm. he was just sort of going off on, on God told me this and God told me that. 
And I was so miserable and I, I found myself constantly raising my hand and disputing him and saying, that's all, that's not true, Marty. Where, where do you get this intel? How do you know? What's your proof? You know, I was, I was really being kind of obnoxious, quite honestly. You know, I was just in a miserable state. So anyway, <laughs> the didactic, the lecture ended and I, I moseyed on to my room and it was a very lonely, cold, depressing night because there was no more interaction. It was just me and my dope sickness in the dark in my room. And I was just, that's when like the reality of what my life had become was really setting in. And I found myself sitting at the edge of my bed, um, like, like crying just because it was just like, again, the reality was sinking in. Like you're in rehab again. You have nothing going for you. You can't quit this, this horrible addiction, even though you want to. And you're, you're basically just, you're, you're, you're sinking into this black hole super fast and you, there's nothing you can do. I didn't have any faith in myself because I was there. It was like my third or fourth time in a short span. So anyway, that of course turned, not of course, but for me it turned at that time it turned to anger. And I started thinking, you know, screw this. And I started thinking about what we had talked about in the lecture, what Marty was talking about, about God and everything. And I started getting pissed off at the whole notion of God. And I said, you know, I started yelling, yelling at, towards like the ceiling at what at this God I didn't believe in. I was like, God, if you're so mighty, if you're so powerful, where the fuck have you been? I've been suffering. I've been down and out and you've been nowhere. I was like really went on a whole rant against God. And then in in the middle of my rant, I was just gone. Something happened and I found myself spontaneously elsewhere. I found myself, I shit you not, from one moment I was yelling at God, the next moment I, was, I found myself in a heavenly realm. Now, why would Victor call it a heavenly realm? Well, because it was just like what I would have thought heaven would be like. It was out of a movie. It was, uh, it was all white. I was on some type of cloudy sort of surface. And the whole place emanated with a pure, unconditional, divine love that was just something I've never experienced. I didn't even know it was possible to feel love that deeply in that way. I was just overtaken by it. And I just found myself um, in tears because of the love. I was like, oh my God, this like, heaven is real. I was thinking, this is just crazy. And all of a sudden, an angel appears in, in my vision and starts making their way towards me. And an angel, this angel looked just like an angel would. It had like wings and they were real tall, sort of male slash female, not really a, a gender. And they came over to me and this angel was also in itself a source of love. And as it got closer and closer, I felt more and more and more just overtaken by the love emanating from this being. And the angel finally got close enough to me and it wrapped its wings around me and like embraced me. And that's when I just lost it. I was just bawling. I I'd never felt so connected with God or, or love um, in my entire life. And then, then it turned into kind of what a lot of people go through when they have a, a, a like a near death experience, where I had like a life review sort of, where this angel was sort of my guide at that point and had shown me um, different scenes from my past that I was able to sort of look at from a higher perspective, more of a wiser, tapped in perspective, to, so I could easily see the folly in my ways. And some of the examples were like me hanging out with my drug using buddies and I could see that they were not really, and none of us really cared for each other. And we were just sort of around each other because you know, for whatever reason. And, you know, I could just tell I was surrounding, surrounding myself with like people that did not have my best interest at heart. 
Um, and I could just see like what my addiction was doing to me and like my family. And it was a lot of like harsh realizations of like the reality of what I was doing. I was no longer just partying and having a good time. I was, I was creating some really negative experiences for myself and many other people who I, who I love. So, and then beyond that, this angel and I started playing this game, believe it or not. <laughs> I remember this very distinctly. This game, we each had a handle like a curved handle where you would catch a ball and throw it. You kind of whip, I wish I could show you, but you'd whip the ball and you could whip it really hard and quick and then you'd snag it out of the air. And we were just playing this game back and forth, back and forth. And I remember laughing and the angel was laughing and we were having such a, a fun, it, it was to show me like, Victor, you can have such an ecstatic time without drugs. Here we are just playing this silly game and you're just having more fun than you have in years probably. And then beyond that, it, it went, Pretty much after that was over, actually, and I found myself gasping out of bed. I, I gasped out of bed where it was like, <gasps> I did like a push-up in my bed. I don't know how I got into bed, for one, but I, I pushed myself up off the bed and took a huge deep breath. And it was it was like all the, the shock of what had just transpired in my life hit me all in an instant. And I was just blown. The, I was blown away. I was like, what the fuck was that? Oh, my God. God, I can't believe that happened. And then I had the intuition to write it down. And that story um, has been it been a part of me ever since. And ever since then, I've had a real experiential sort of connection, you could say, with the other side. Mm -hmm. um, so you've heard that story a hundred times. Mm -hmm. You're probably like waiting to talk, I know. No, I'm just listening. <laughs> but anyway, now I just want to kind of tell, uh, share that story. I think it's kind of relevant to this particular yeah. podcast episode. So anyways, my friend, that's my first time. So having done this and, and been connected since I was 18, 19 years old, it was 18 actually, um, and I'm 35 now. So a long time I've been building like a relationship with the other side that I would say I'm, I'm at a point where I can help you all out if you want to have mm -hmm. that type of experience or, or an experience where you really know that you are connected to like a divine reality of, of spirit guides and spirit allies and, you know, source itself, higher self, all that is real. It's more real than this, quite frankly. Mm. That's what I remember thinking when I came out of it. I remember thinking like, that's where I'm from. That's home. And I remember, I remember coming out of it wanting to go back home. It was almost like it made living here seem kind of sucky for a little mm. while because because how beautiful it was there. So when was your first time, love? Did you ever have anything? I never had like the proverbial like burning bush like that. Like um because What was your first time where you <clears throat> knew there was something It was not as as pleasant <laughs> as yours. That's okay. Mine I, wasn't pleasant leading up to it, so. <laughs> I um I did unlike you, I grew up in a household that did go to church. So I grew up believing in like angels and God. And, mm. and, and so I would pray at night before bed and, you know, that kind of thing. So I always, I was born with that connection to the loving aspect of, of God. Um, and that sort of spirit energy. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I was, Young, I was young. I was probably like six. Yeah, I'm. I was around six, and um, I used to feel like afraid in my room for no reason. And I would go like in my in my parents' room and tell them I'm scared. And you know, it would always be. I would wake up in the middle of the night, 
And um, then I'd go in there. Yeah. Because I'd feel afraid. Um, one time in particular, I woke up from, I don't know, maybe a nightmare or just I woke up and I had this knowing that there was a man standing in my room with that I shared with my sister and I felt terrified. Mm. Um, I was just so afraid because I knew there was a man there and I opened my eyes and I couldn't see anybody standing there, but I knew that he was there and you could not have told me that he wasn't there. Um, so that was my first experience with like knowing that there was a spirit in my room. Mm, interesting. Um, or like that there was a spirit energy that wasn't <clears throat> mine. Right, right. Um, so yeah, it was much different than yours. <laughs> that's, that's a good example because a lot of people... I think a lot of people have that experience. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and as we'll get into this later in the podcast, but a lot of times that's simply just our, it's our initial reaction to something that's unfamiliar and that kind of goes against our taught paradigm of thinking. Yeah. Like that's not supposed to exist. And yet here you are, a little kid experiencing this thing that no one sort of warned you actually exists. So the, the reaction is fear mm-hmm. and the perception that it's a scary monster, the demon, when really it could have been like, a deceased loved one is peeking in on you full of love and light. Yeah, and it just, well, <clears throat> the way you reacted. Right. Now I know that it was like one of my spirit guides. Right. You know, they don't want to scare and, you, but, but right, exactly. But what it was is that the vibration of that spirit guide manifesting in my room was an unfamiliar yes. vibration. So it, it caused me to feel very much afraid. And, um, but it was just because it was a vibration that I was not familiar with. Yes, yes. Because even though I did feel afraid, I wasn't, I wasn't like, I don't know. I didn't feel like I was in danger. I felt afraid, but I never felt like this this person's going to kill me or something. You know, I never had those kind of, I didn't have those kind of thoughts. So, you know, looking back, I now know what it actually was, but. Good, good. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Yes, that's good. Well, yeah, I, th- I feel like we made our point with that. I just wanted to kind of just, I was just curious, honestly, about what your first experience was. Now, what we'll do is we'll go into the podcast in a different way where we'll kind of give you guys some pointers and some direction for so you can have your own experiences and also bypass that initial fear reaction. So mm-hmm. again, this will be kind of good for both parties, people who want to have an experience or deepen their experience and also those who are experiencing kind of what Patty has, which is the fear. Okay. Which I don't have anymore, by the way. <laughs> of course. Yes. Yes. So yeah, I've had, I've, I've a couple of years, two, three years ago, I was doing a lot of coaching where I had probably like 40, 50 clients at one time. And this is after I had my YouTube channel. So people were wanting help with their, it was, I was an, an awakening coach as I called it. I don't know if that was even a real thing. Now it is, fortunately, for <laughs> others. There's other awakening coaches. By the time, I didn't think there was anyone doing it. So anyway, a lot of people I worked with, they were they were going through it. All of them were going through a spiritual awakening and wanted guidance. And many of them wanted to, to really tap into their higher self and really deepen their connection with the other side. So I was I found I found I was actually able to help people have that experience. So I'm going to share with you folks here what a lot of the things I I sort of would tell them. So the first thing, and, and this is an extremely underutilized power that every single human being has, 
um, come to find, and even in the spiritual community. And that is the the power of our intention. Mm-hmm. And what I'll use as a loose term is prayer. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when people they 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 really want to have a connection with the other side or know God is real or know come to know their spirit guides or whatever, they really haven't even tried. They're just sort of like living in the vibration of what well, hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm not good enough. And then there's all these different like these different labels we place upon ourselves why it hasn't happened. And then we compare ourselves. Instead of just cutting right to the chase and saying, I want this experience. Like my, my point is, my friends, I, 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 bet if, I bet if you for seven days in a row said something along the lines sincerely from your heart before you go to bed, I want to have, I want to know my spirit guides are with me. I, spirit guides, I really, I ask that you come to me in a way that I can understand and interpret that will give me a, a real, a real true faith that you do have my back. I want to know you're with me. Like that, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like if anyone really did, if you do that, they respond. Yeah. They 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 don't like to encourage a disempowered state. Right. So if it's like, why not me? This is not fair. Why is Patty having this? this people show up in a room at night, not me or whatever. <laughs> you know. Then it's like, well, they're gonna let you play out that drama mm-hmm. until you choose to snap yourself out of it and start exerting your power, which is, you know what? I deserve this experience as much as any other human being and i want it and i want it tonight mm-hmm. like that's what they they're like oh yeah good let's do it mm-hmm. that's kind of their mentality as i would sort of put it out there in kind of a comical way but that's been yeah. my experience they they respond to one who exercises their co-creative power mm-hmm. so my friends straight up put it out there have you ever done that you've had the case yeah that- i've done that yeah i've i've i um I'll share. Do you want me to share my Aho Sacha story? Sure. It's okay. up to you. Didn't you have, didn't you have, I think we've shared that share a story where it worked, like like case in point kind of thing, where you prayed and gotten an answer. From anything. What? Well, Anytime in your life. You want to share that one, one in particular? Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Because well, it's most recent. Because I know, I mean, I have many. Like I prayed. Um, okay, I'll share this one. Ready? So, um, before you and I met, I, uh, I was praying a lot and, um, I was dating this guy and I just knew that I, he would marry me if I asked him to marry me, he would have for sure. And, um, I was feeling like just bad for him really because I just knew that I didn't love him the way he did and I just knew it wasn't fair so I just prayed and I said all right God I want to meet my soulmate my the person that I'm gonna walk through life with and um someone that I'm gonna love equally as much as they love me and I want to I want to like just be happy with my partner. <clears throat> and then I got, I went on and said, if this, <clears throat> if Dustin is the person that I'm supposed to be with and whatever, I'll live unhappily ever after if that's what I'm supposed to do. But I just really feel like that's not my, pl- my path. And so I want to meet that person and I want to meet them soon. And sure enough, like that next week or like next, you know, in the next week or so I actually when I saw you you hadn't seen me I saw you and the whole room 
like faded away except you. Mm -hmm. And that was like my sign, like this is your person. Yes. Perfect. So yeah, Yeah. just as a good example, because like the way the, and we'll get into this in a little bit here, like, but the way the guide or the way your higher self or whatever communicates with you, it's, it's always through the path of least resistance. So it sometimes what we, we, we have an idea of how something's supposed to happen and then we're waiting for that particular thing to happen in the way we think it needs to. And then we miss all the other signs that are just being blasted at mm-hmm. us because they're they're not conforming with their own, you know, right. preconceived notions of how things need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was one of the ways. It, it, they can sometimes alter your perception to let a certain thing within your physical reality experience yeah. pop out at you. And then yeah. you'll have that connection that, that aha, this is the, this is the sign. You know, yeah. but it can be subtle, right? Right. And for me, I mean, obviously I like had a, a boyfriend. So like, and I ha- wasn't paying attention to the prayer that I did like a week ago. Right. So for me, it was like, what is going on? Like you have a boyfriend, Get, stop it. You know, mm-hmm. that was like my initial reaction yeah. when that happened. But then after we met and we actually talked, then it was like, okay, yeah, that was significant. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. I've had many, many, almost any time I really needed assistance and I put it out there, actually put it out there, whether I'd write it on a piece of paper or or say it out loud or even just in my head, Mm -hmm. I would get something, whether it be a dream or a synchronicity or a feeling or a sort of a thought in my head, uh, you know, it, it always is there. Now I will say it has to be a real, sort of a heartfelt intention. It can't be like, what's going to happen with the Donald Trump? What's the yeah. what's the, happening with the coronavirus? It it can't be these like these well, mental curiosities. It's it got to be something sincere be, and relevant. But they may or may not answer you. Rarely, in you my know, experience, yeah. my, my guides never answer me when I'm just bored and wanting answers just for the hell of it. It never works that way for me. Maybe yeah. some, maybe others it can. I guess. No, for me, like they, sometimes if I'm like doing something like that, they'll instead of saying like an answer, they'll be like you already know, you know, they'll give me something like yeah. cryptic or funny, you know, like it's like, okay, whatever, fine. <laughs> yeah. Like for me, when I'm, when I would be bored and like flipping through tarot cards, it, it, basically breaking my own rule here, I would oftentimes get the fool card mm-hmm. to say, stop asking. Yeah. <laughs> or there's this card in the Osho Zen tarot deck. That's, it's nothing. It's nothingness. I get yeah. that. Like we're not giving you anything, bro. That's like my interpretation. <laughs> so anyway, um, the next thing is action. Take action. And what I mean by that is take take action like uh, like when a lot of people say, Vic, I don't have any friends. I say, well, when's the last time you went out and tried to make friends? Well, I don't like anybody. No one in my area is cool. So it's like I would say that to them, go to a yoga class. Yeah. Go, go do something where you might make friends. <coughs> go do something, in this case, where you might have a spiritual encounter. Like like buy a tarot deck if you want Yeah. Uh, or something. Like right now, I, I, I have a course actually. I, I about how to connect with your higher self. And I call these things a bridge. Um, and I talk about that. One of the bridges is tarot cards. Another good one is automatic writing. In fact, we have, uh, we're coaching people right now. We have 10 people we're taking through this program. And I recently gave them all an automatic writing tutorial. And that's basically a, a, just a real, it's like a bridge. It's a, it's a technique that 
other people have done that have successfully linked them to the other side. So it's easy for the mind to say, okay, that might work for me. Mm-hmm. So when you do the technique, the technique in itself is not anything necessarily special, but because of our belief systems, it works and it can produce that experience. And we're getting all these all these yeah. comments and slack of people who have been doing the, the automatic writing. It's really cool. So yeah, take some kind of action. And it doesn't have to be any of the things I mentioned. If you really want to connect with the other side, you'll attract what you need and something, some particular modality, if that's required for you, will stick out for you. And then you want to go ahead and follow it up and, and buy that thing or do that thing and practice that thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Another, the another th- third tip here is, is also action. And I'm uh, action in a different way. What I mean by that is that everybody here listening gets guidance mm-hmm. from their, from their spirit guides and higher self. It just yes. through their intuition. Um, but a lot of times, we want a lot of it before we do anything with it. So a lot of times you'll get a little drip of guidance. And until you do that thing that was suggested to you, you're going you're gonna to feel cut off. But mm-hmm. they're just sort of impatiently waiting for you mm-hmm. to, to, to take get, action. Yeah. So the more, action, the more inspired action you take, the more inspirations you will receive. It's really that simple. Mm-hmm. Right? Especially when you start trying to help other people. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I remember, the other, I remember like... Uh, trying to think before you did your first women's retreat right Mm -hmm. you told me you said victor i feel like i have to do a women's retreat Mm -hmm. and i was like well you sure (laughs) yeah well i told you like before we were even doing retreats one day i just woke up and i just knew i had to do a women's retreat or like i called it a women's weekend Mm. and you're like you have no following like yeah i wasn't yeah, like was i like, didn't think you were incapable i just thought like well that might not work because you because know, nobody time, knows who i no am no one even knew who you were why, I'm like how is that going to make sense? Go, yeah 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 so so um you're like okay let's do all these things and i was like ah none of that sounds like anything that i need to do but i know it's not time yet so i'm just going to sit with it and then when it became mm. more relevant and more um ripe if you will then it was like okay now you need to do it and then it came into my field again even more strongly so yeah and then you did it and what i was even getting to even beyond that is like once you launched it and you signed people up again taking Mm -hmm. sort of aggressive action into the unknown what if people don't sign up what if it doesn't work you did it anyways Mm -hmm. you got them all you got plenty of people really quickly and then I remember you went for a few days where you were sort of channeling the, your curriculum remember mm-hmm. that yeah you were just like you do remind me exactly of myself honestly yeah. oh Patty's getting a download we'll see <laughs> here in about 20 minutes you'd go upstairs you'd write this down and and then like you had me read it and I was like holy cow this is really this is good stuff <laughs> this, I could just tell this is like this is like from spirit basically all yeah. this dip, these different techniques and stuff sort of downloaded um and it's like these cool downloads a lot of people hear that and like wow that would be nice it's like but that just came because you put yourself in a situation where you took action upon the nudges of spirit and in this situation in particular it was going to help a lot of people Mm -hmm. so when you really put yourself out there out of your comfort zone and start living your purpose that's when the crazy connection comes the Mm -hmm. download spirit god all that kind of stuff when it's relevant, you 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 realize you wake up to how much divine assistance you actually have. But mm-hmm. if you're not going to use it, they they're just going to like wait for you to come into your power. And, yeah, and, and you know. Yeah. So that's another thing, my friends. Take action on the advice or the the intuition you've already received. The next thing I'm going to say is it's very this is very important. This is like the number one block people have 
is because they're they're too much in their head. Mm-hmm. They're doing too much comparison to yep. other people's stories, and they're not open enough. Mm-hmm. Because it's almost like uh, there's. I'm sure people can relate to this. Actually, there's been times I've been driving in the car, and I've been I've been like thinking. Like a lot of times, I just I'll just like think to my higher self in a way like i'll talk mm-hmm. to them in a way like like sort of contemplating out loud to my higher self like wonder what this means wonder why this theme's showing up in my life i wonder could you guys help me out like help me see clarity with this and so sometimes it when i do that it, it, i there can be like not really me but other people honestly like the expectation like well where's where's the the feedback i'm not getting any answers back it's just me talking where's the where's the where's the the dream where's the this and sometimes when, when I'm doing this, I'll just feel my head sort of jerk to the side. I'll just sort of like have this compulsion to look left and there will be a billboard with the like the phrase or something that is actually a perfect response to what I was thinking in my mind. Mm-hmm. So the point is, if I was expecting it to come to a, in a certain way, I would have just sort of, did, I would have, that would have just went right over my head. Mm-hmm. But because I've learned to be open, I was like, ah. That there's the answer. And that was much easier than Spirit Guide Joe materializing in my passenger seat and telling me what to do. Right. That would require a whole lot more of my spiritual growth to have that experience. They say, okay, let's just freaking poke Victor in the belly and he'll mm-hmm. dart his head to the left for no reason. And mm-hmm. there it is. Mm-hmm. So just be very open, my friends. It, yeah, it, it comes in so many ways. Yeah. I, I mean, I've had it where. Um, Songs have come on the radio that have been perfectly timed. Yes. You know, or or even um, my phone will play a specific song that I know I wasn't listening to, you know, and it's like, how did it get on this, you know, specific yes. song? <clears throat> um, yeah, I've, I've had where like a license plate will say something, you know, that's yeah. like, like a personalized license plate. It's like... Yes, <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's. I've had lots of different um, things. So it's like, yeah, it's important to not have a label as to how it needs to to come to you, because it could just be like another thought that pops in your head that you're like, where did that come from? But okay, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And it's not always instant either. Sometimes it does take a little bit. That's of time. what I was gonna. That's what I was waiting to like get into the second part of this suggestion of being open is having patience Mm -hmm. because a lot of times you can't really get the full response in one experience right and what Mm -hmm. you'll need you'll get however instead is a piece of the puzzle and you might get little hints and and the hints you, you have a sense that this is something this is like kind of on track but it's not really i don't still yet know but if you're patient you'll get enough other clues if you will then it'll all click at once and you'll say ah all <laughs> that makes sense now oh my wow you know yeah so be very very patient um our higher self can only work with where we're at yeah and if we want to know something like when am i going to meet my soulmate and your higher self saying well for one, you're in this relationship you're with this person who's treating you poorly and you know that and you're refusing to leave. Two, you have a lot to learn about yada, 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 and there's you got this healing to do. And so it's not like they can just 
tell you really. Yeah. So, but your what will happen is when you put that intention out there, your life will start directing itself in that direction very, in a very streamlined way. But there just might be multiple healings, multiple insights, multiple experiences along that journey. Mm-hmm. So it's very important on the spiritual path to to understand that we're in 3D reality. We have a very, very limited state of consciousness. As spiritual as we love to think we are, compared to like the the frequency our spirit guides and our higher self works on, it's like night and day. So we really have to be kind of humble with that and understand that for us to have these uh, manifestations and whatnot, there, there might be a process involved and to be very patient with that. Yeah, especially, I feel like especially in the beginning, uh, because you're still learning like how your guides communicate with you. Yeah. So in the beginning, you maybe have already been getting signs, but it didn't click right away right. that that was what it was. So you do have to like really be um open and patient because you know it's always in perfect divine timing it is you know because if you don't see the signs right away it's just because you have some work that you're still doing or it's just it's not best for you to see them right now a lot of times we would want something that's not actually in our best interest and our Mm -hmm. higher self will always know that it's like what bashar always says Bashar is this channeler, me and Patty, or mostly me, love mm-hmm. and listen to all the time. He always says, you'll always know what you need to know when you, you need, need to, to know, know it, it and not before. He'd say it just like that. <laughs> it's like, you will know what we need to know when we need to know it and not before. So be patient. Mm. So let's talk a little bit about the fears that come up. Because this is very common, and this can be common in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like we have someone we're working with, one of our clients, um, who we've been taking these people through some pretty deep meditation, guided meditations that I started doing. Mm-hmm. And and most people are having very, like, where they're really cracking open in a sense and having very, <clears throat> very sort of profound experiences with the other side. Mm-hmm. And this one woman in particular was saying that when we did this, it was a gratitude meditation. You know, are you really mm-hmm. connected to that, like the loving presence? She had all this fear come up mm. and I, and she was a little bit down on herself. And I said, no, 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 honey, this is actually good. This is just like your last barrier to that experience. So having fear come up and purge out as you get closer to these higher realms is, is part of it. Mm. It's like, as you make progress in this direction, you're going to be bringing up to the surface all the 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 energies within you that are in a sense blocking you from having that clear connection and this is part of the process and a very valuable sign that you are on actually on track mm-hmm. so the fear means you're getting close it doesn't mean that you've took taken a wrong turn and right. are slipping down to some other b- bad realm or something <laughs> it's the opposite it's just like you're super super close to like the light but you have to let go of your darkness first so don't see the fear as a problem. See it as a sign of progress. I, I really mean that. It's also a an indication to kind of self-pace because this is like a pretty much an infinite internal journey we're on and mm-hmm. there's no, it's not a race and we all have a long way to go and sometimes we're pushing too hard, pushing too hard. It just makes the emotional experience, the emotional process unnecessarily accelerated to where we feel very unbalanced we're feeling if you're full of fear then it's time to back off a little bit and process a little bit right yeah i had this experience a while back when i was on san pedro it's like a cactus plant medicine that really 
expands your consciousness, mm-hmm. I would say. And, it does. And makes these experiences very way more accessible. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I was on this ET kick. Like, I really wanted to connect with my extraterrestrial connections. And I was, like, pushing for it. And I was like, where are, you know, kind of like... Uh, just going too hard, like getting off kind of on a tangent with that. And then I had this one mm-hmm. time where um, the San Pedro hit me super hard. And it's usually what we do, very mild. And I ended up having to go and lay on the bed and kind of have a process. And, and when I was having the process, I felt a very strong ET presence come in. And it was so powerful and it felt closer than ever before. I like, I was, it, it scared the crap out of me. I basically <laughs> said out loud, no, I'm not ready for this. I, I this is, I, I'm not ready. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll chill out. <laughs> basically was how I responded. Mm-hmm. And that was just my, my sort of sign to sell pace. That was them saying, listen, dog, listen, bro. You, you think you're you ready. You think you're ready, but you ain't ready. Yeah. There's, there's such a, there's such a gap in, in vibration. Even yeah. with these really spiritual people on the planet, there's a huge gap between them and the other side. It's like a, it's a, yeah. it's a long way to go. And we're all going through this warming up process of gradually raising our frequency and adjusting to these other frequencies. Um, so fear can come up along the way. And that can be either just, uh, again, you can look at it in a positive light. And it also can be a sign to self-pace. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I would do, if anyone's really having this happen to them, I would circle back around to point number one, where I said intention, prayer. And mm-hmm. we, so we told the woman in our group, I said, I want you to go and spend this week inquiring within yourself about this fear. Mm-hmm. Why, why am I afraid? Mm-hmm. What is the source of this fear? Yeah. How can I let this go? Like yeah. just, just straight up like, like you have this kind of power, my friends. You really do just to start. I always say it. I'm like a little kid. I'm always like, why? 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 Why am I afraid? Why mm-hmm. can't I meet my ETs? Just, I always ask these questions and I get a lot of connection, a lot of responses because I'm so inquisitive and I, I'm just always talking out there to them. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. I want to add to... Um, that for me, I deal with a lot of different energies. I deal with a lot of different um, realms. And I would say for the most part, most of them are are benevolent spirit beings that, that I've come in contact with. But I will say that you, you when working with other energy, um, it's really important to have discernment because... You can feel fear energy from a benevolent being being in, in your presence, but that doesn't mean that they're intrinsically bad. You can just feel fear because their vibration is so high and it's just different from anything you've ever experienced. And so that is going to be what the fear is about. So, but since I'm always working with different energies, if I feel fear come in when there's energy in my room, which happens often, I always tap into the energy of the the being or the spirit that's that's around me and I feel is this safe? And I just ask myself is this safe? And you will know immediately if the answer is yes or no. And then based on if it's yes but you still feel afraid, that's okay and just say like I'm going to just hang out away from you for a minute and just deal with what I got going on and then do that. The, why do I feel afraid? Even though I know that this being is benevolent, you know, and then you can really do the work on that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like that you said that it's a bit more advanced. I would say like discerning, well, the, the discernment issue doesn't come up 
for everyone for a while. Yes, but I I do know that the people that are listening to the podcast are already very intuitive and probably already working with with their spirit guides, whether they know it or consciously or not. Many are, of course, yes. And when you're already working with your spirit guides, you, you know, you, you, and some people are just more open to all that. That's why for me, I had felt like it was necessary to say that because I'm open to all these different energies that come in and, but not everybody is. And so it's not anything to like, be like, Oh shit, I can't start tapping into my higher self now because now I'm opened up to all these things, but you're not, it's, that's not even what it means because you can always just say, I'm only going to connect with beings of the light. Mm-hmm. And that's what you, that will be your experience. And that goes back to intention. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I usually avoid even saying that because I know so many people will just start expecting bad entities or something. Um, I'm glad you did. And I'm going to share my piece on it. What, what I, cause I've had many encounters like that where, mm-hmm. especially in the dream, in the dream time where mm-hmm. I would be in a lucid dream or an astral projection. And I would, for long, for years, whenever I would ask, have a lucid dream or actually project, um, it would be a, a short amount of time before like, like lower density sort of negative beings would sort of flock to me. And mm-hmm. It was this thing. I always had to deal with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it, for me, it was always extremely easy to see if this other spirit, if you will, had my best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. Like, like the negative ones to me weren't that tricky. It was very, very obvious. Like I could just look and just intuitively know like this is not what it appears mm-hmm. to be. So it's not like, uh, I, I found it's like, it's not even necessary for me to say, you ought to be careful because the, that's like a lot of people's interpretation I find. is like, you ought to be careful. You never know. It could be tricky. But my experience is always super obvious, like yeah. the, the light from the darkness. Well, you feel it. You, you can just, just tell feel, intuitively, yeah. yeah. You don't even, it doesn't even have to be anything that you actually see with your eyes. You can just feel the energy of, a, if you if you can feel the energy of a human being that's by you, you can feel the energy of a spirit that's by you. And, it, you know, it yes. kind of goes hand in hand. And I, I think we have these experiences where sometimes if it's relevant for our journey, we will literally attract that type of experience into our life to show us not to put the spirit world on a freaking pedestal, that we come from the spirit world. Mm-hmm. We, we are, are as spirit. powerful. We are spirit. So we don't need to look up so much yeah. to the divine it's because like, we are within. the divine we are the powerful ones so sometimes when that like when i was going through that phase where i was having a lot of that experience that was that was the exact lesson to show mm-hmm. me like listen bro you are actually more powerful than these other beings um and you don't have to be afraid and then when i realized that that it <laughs> it didn't matter if they came or not i was fine you know mm-hmm. um that's a whole we could talk we can kind of go almost make a part two and go into that whole, go to this next level, sort of talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know if, if it would be necessary to even do that, but there's, cause there's a lot of different spirits around, Mm -hmm. you know, and and just talking about plants in general, like they're all spirit energy, you know, and they all have their different personalities and archetypes and things like that, but they're all here to teach us what we need to teach on our journey, whether it's a plant spirit or a, an angel yep. you know yeah from a higher perspective anything we experience like this is just another version of us anyways right yeah right? 
So anyway, with that, we're going to close in a minute here. I do want to let you guys know that me and Patty are now coaching people um, <clears throat> in, in different ways. Right now, we're doing one together. It was kind of a small beta test group, if you will, to test out some different processes. And it, it's going, it feels so powerful. Oh gosh, so it's good. been amazing. So now what we're going to be doing is we're each going to be having our own coaching program because we both realize we, don't, we, we, we are capable of leading our own sort of groups. Mm -hmm. So Patty, you're going to be doing... Uh, and yeah. all men's coat no, yeah. women's all, all women's yeah, right. Yeah, it's going to be a twelve week um, women's coaching program, and my goal for the coaching program is to really recreate the divine feminine connection with each other, as well as do a lot of good work. Um, do some. We're going to do some healing work. We're going to do some self love work, and we're going to really do a lot of empowerment stuff. So it's really going to be really beautiful. Awesome. I'm excited, yeah. Yeah, mine, mine will be very similar. It's going to have a lot to do with healing of the past and connecting with your divine self, connecting with your higher self, mm. and, and then really aligning with your life purpose. So that's kind of like my goal is to literally take people that I can see the potential in them, and when they're ready, I can like blast them off in, into the world where they belong, mm -hmm. leading and, and being their best selves. That's like the kind of people that tend to flock to, like listen to all our podcasts mm -hmm. and my YouTube channel. These are people who are like on the cusp of, of emerging as badass leaders mm -hmm. in, in whatever regard. They don't have to be a badass leader and go marching around the neighborhood. It just means like having that presence of someone who's aligned with their soul's purpose, period. Yeah. It really comes down to that. And with that, there can be a lot of healing involved, some blockages that people just don't know what to do with. They don't know how to, they don't have the tools, the guidance to get rid of them. And then also the process of aligning with your life purpose can be very tricky and confusing and frustrating mm -hmm. and lengthy. Um, so I mean, I've just been through that and I like to just get people, swoop them up, heal them and blast them out. So that's kind of my <laughs> thing. Be a little bit more masculine, I would say. But there's still women, are, mine's going to be co-ed, so you can... Yeah. You can work with me if you're a woman as well. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so if you guys are interested in more information about that, go to awakeninghelp.com slash coaching. And we don't have, we're not taking applications just yet, yeah. but we will be very soon. And I will say applications will be very limited. We're only taking 10 people each because yeah. we, we don't want it to be this huge thing. We want to, we want to really be able to give everyone our, their, our fullest attention and, and make sure everyone uh, is getting like that, sort of that VIP experience where they're really just they're part of our life yeah. and it's not too dispersed. Like with my, like my membership group, there's like right. hundreds of people, you know? Right. And I, I, for me, I wanted to keep it small because I want all the women to be able to connect with each other, not just me. Oh, for sure. So, um, that's one thing that I'm really wanting to, um, create as like a, a safe space for women to come and connect with each other while they're doing all this inner work. So they have like a, like their own little tribe that they can come and like do their healing work and talk about their experience and really be with each other, um, to help lift each other up through the, through the time yeah. of coaching, the coaching program. Yeah. yeah. That's a big benefit we're seeing with, with that is what we are wondering because we saw when we do retreats, we saw that People become friends and yeah. they stay friends. In fact, just two days ago, I was on one of the Facebook groups yeah. too. In fact, it was to our first retreat. And I saw, I just what happened to stumble upon when they were doing a live, they were doing a reunion, like Skype call. Yeah. So I chimed in. There's a bunch of them on there. We were all talking. And this that's the kind of stuff these people do. They get on and they do, they like stay connected from all over the yeah. world. And some of them move in together. We have we have people that came yeah. to our tweets that live together now. Um, so we are we are wondering, wow, are we gonna be able to have that with the coaching? Mm -hmm. And so far it's looking very beautiful because we're seeing a lot of good engagement and interaction among the group, which yeah. is what we were really and hoping we have, for. Right. That's what we were hoping for. 
before, but we haven't even really been like actively doing that. You know, like actively making them connect no, they with do, each they other, but they've set, done it on, on their own, their own which, which is, is really, really beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's very powerful to have like a, even a handful or a couple of people that are like light worker people you're going through this journey with. Yeah. Even if you're like, like you have this new friend Bambi um, yeah, in the Bambi. UK. Is yeah, that she, she lives? lives in London. Yeah, but you talk all the time on <laughs> I know, WhatsApp. I'm, I'm, and I WhatsApp her You're like, like soul day. sisters, right? Yeah. So it's, it's cool, man. And we're, we're, we, me and Patty, that's one of our greatest joys of bringing people together like this. Yeah, because, yeah, it's, it's just it's really, it's, ugh, it's so, it's makes my heart like feel like it's going to explode. It just, it's so good. <laughs> well, don't do that. Yeah. So anyways, my friends, again, if you're interested in the coaching, it's awakeninghelp.com slash coaching. You'll find uh, a little bit of information there. I just want to have you somewhere to so give you, give you somewhere to go. Um, if you're, if you're interested. Okay. With that said, we are going to bounce. You all have an amazing day. Yes. A fantastic week. We'll be here soon. Namaste. Namaste.